Today's share in the Dirshah Mishnah Buriyomi is Daf Kuvvav Omid Aleph in the second volume of Mishnah Bura. And we began Simon Reish Beis, which deals with the halachos of Birchas Peros. And we'll continue in that discussion today, talking about the seeds of fruit. What bracha do you make? Sif Gimel. The Machaber says, Garine HaPeros, when you have seeds of a fruit, if they're sweet, and the Mishnah Burin Siv Katan Chav Gimel says, Lav Davka, they have to be sweet. Ella kol shehechech nene mimenu bikzatz, as long as you enjoy it somewhat. Then, we'll continue reading this Mishnah Burin in a moment. Then, back to the Machaber, if they're a little bit sweet, or in other words, edible, then mevarach aleim bari priates. Then, in fact, you make a bari priates on these seeds of the fruit. However, if they're bitter, We'll see, it means if they're bitter, that they're really, really inedible. So then, in that situation, you don't make any brach on them. If you eat them, they're not an edible item. However, if you can make them somewhat tasty and edible via heating them or doing something to them, then then you make a shahakol on such seeds. Now, seeds are a very complicated Indian in halacha, and we will just really scratch the surface with this and we begin with the Mishnah Bura where we left off in Sifkat and Chav Gimel. So the Mechaber said it didn't have to actually, the Mishnah Bura said it didn't have actually have to be sweet. As long as you get some benefit from it, then you make a Bore Priya Eitz. Vatam Shemavarech Bore Priya Eitz. The reason why you make a Bore Priya Eitz, Mishum Deheim Nami Chelek Michelekel Hapri. Because it also is part of the fruit. So just like you take a bite of the fruit, you make a Bore Priya Eitz on the fruit, the Garin, the seed, is considered part of the fruit, and you make a bari pre on it, even if you're eating it just by itself. However, the Mishnah Bur brings down, There are many that disagree with this psak over here of the Mechaber. And they hold, You don't make a bari pre It's not. The seeds aren't considered part of the fruit. And instead, If they're edible, you make a bari pre on them, and not a bari pre and Kenas Komasagra. And this is in fact the Psak of the Vilna Gon as well. If you look in Dirshu Foot number twenty nine, he brings down for the Chazonish, who holds Shekol Hagarinim Shieshbem Lechus. If the Garin is a moist type of a seed, and one could suck out the juice from it, then you'd make a Bari Priates as well. In any event, the Mishnah Bur continues and he writes, Vim Beirach Bari Priates. Everybody agrees, however, if you did make a Bari Priates on these seeds, Yotze Bidiyevit. You are, in fact, Yotze. Normally, if you make something that should be a Bari Priates, you make a Bari Priates, you're not Yotze. But here you are. He brings us down the name of Derech Achai. And Deir Shufut number 30 explains the reasoning behind this is, Lerov HaPoskim Kachi Ikabroch, because you really should make a Bari Priates, so Bidiyevit, you're Yotze, like most opinions hold. Mishabur continues and writes, If you eat the seeds after you ate the fruit, so you made a bar priates on the fruit, so then certainly Mistavra, the Rakuliyama, Nifta Bibirchas Bar Pri. Certainly everybody would agree, even those that say you should make a bar priadam on the seeds. So if you ate the fruit and made a bar priates on the fruit, and now you have the seeds separately, even that opinion that says normally you make a bar priadam on the seeds would agree over here that you do not make another bracha, you were exempted with the bracha that you made on the fruit, Bishum Davitafulapeiri. Because everybody agrees that the seeds are certainly toffel to the fruit, and when you have a, a toffel in an ikar, you have the essential thing and a subordinate thing, so you can be yotze the subordinate thing, even though it has a different bracha, with the bracha that you make on the essential thing. So here, certainly, the fruit is the essential thing, the seed would be subordinate to it, and even if the seed did require a separate bar priyadama, you would not make it here if you made a bar priyadama on the fruit. Sivkot and Chavdala, the Mishnah says if they're bitter, 
are inedible, the seed is not edible. Even under extenuating circumstances, nobody would eat that. Then, as we've already explained, in yesterday's Shia, one doesn't make a bracha on something that's bark. One doesn't make a bracha on something that is inedible. If you eat the bark of a tree, you don't make a bracha on it. So to a year, if you eat these inedible seeds, you do not make any bracha on them at all. However, the Mechaber said, if you fixed it up in some way, you put it in the fire and that made it edible, then you make a shahako. Sivkat Nechafei, the Mishnah says, There are many that disagree with the sack of the Mechaber, included in Os Chavdal and the Sharetzion, the Chavetz Chaim brings down the Prishor, the Prichodosh, the Vilnagon, and the Shagas Ayeh. And the Datayu, their explanation is, the Ladas and Mechaber, according to the opinion of the Mechaber, the Garinin have a Kipri Gufa, who said that the seeds themselves are like the fruit, so Imkain, Gam Bimorin, then you should have made a bar on it. According to the Mechaber, who says, if the seed is good, you make a bar So if you make the seed good, you should still have to make a bar on it. And that's the halacha that we'll see in tomorrow's year in Sifei regarding almonds. So how do you reconcile this seeming stira within the Mechaber that he says seeds that are edible, you make a bar but if they were inedible and you made them edible by fire, you make a shahakal and not a bar So the Yesh Metarzim, so the Mishnah Bur explains this seeming steer in the Mechaber in the following way. Even according to the Mechaber, lo adifo garinj kishkedim gufa, pri. Everybody agrees that normally the seeds, even if they're considered part of the fruit, aren't really like shkedim, like almonds, where that's really the essential part of the fruit. Masha'en came begarin and regular seeds aren't really part of the fruit to the full extent that shkedim are. So by shkedim, you'd make a bari eight. But over here, the Mahabha says you'd make a shahakal if you fixed up these inedible seeds. Ulahachim, heimar, if they were inedible. Lo mikre pre those types of seeds aren't called seeds at all. Velo mahani bimashi masak and achakach, and it doesn't help that you fix them up by heating them up or doing something to them, you would only make a shahakal. Bottom line, however, the Mishmur says, He says, despite all of this, he says, we don't move, budge from the opinion of the Shulchanarch over here. That you make a Bari Priya 8 on the uh, the regular edible seeds and a Shahakal if you had to fix them up. Because we already mentioned that there are many Achronim, including the Vilna Gon, who disagree, who disagree with the entire Din of the Mechaber, and they would say that even sweetened seeds you don't make anything other than a Bari Priya Doma, because they don't agree with the Mechaber that it's a Pri, and therefore, therefore, by these Marim, Bimarim, these bitter ones that you misakin they are, so bottom line is they all agree that you'd only make a shako, albeit they're coming at it from different reasons. Some would say that the reason you make a shako is like the machaber because it's not the essential fruit, and therefore by fixing this inedible thing up, you do make a shako, but not a barpiates. And others say you never made a barpiates on a fully edible seed, and therefore that's why you only make a shako. Bottom line is they all agree with this psak. Now the issue foot number 31 goes into further details about various seeds. He brings down the Chazonish. Sherov ha-garinim hochim since most seeds are normally thrown away, ein nechshavim pri af im mimaskum. Even if they're sweetened, we don't consider them like the fruit. And he says, only im rov ha-pri omid lemisuk, only when it's the majority of the fruit that you have to fix up with some way that you make a bar pri eights on it. And he adds, And he says, even to make a bar dam on it, it has to be that the majority of it is not going to waste. And maybe then you can make a bar dam. In regards to pumpkin seeds, so he brings down over here in the Shailus of Chuvas Orlut 
When you go to the store and you buy pumpkin seeds, the brach on them is bar priyadama, because they were specifically made for the pumpkin seeds. However, if you go take a pumpkin and then you take some seeds out in your house, so in this situation, if you made them into pumpkin seeds, the garinim in this situation only you make a shahakal on them, and this is also the opinion of Rav Yashiv and Rav Nisan Karolitz. Sunflower seeds, so the Shalos Chuvas Orlusion brings down that you make a Baripri Adama on them because they're different than other garinim, because sunflower seeds are the fruit. There is no fruit. Nobody eats sunflowers. You eat the sunflower seeds, and therefore, even though people plant sunflower seeds also for the oil, for sunflower oil, nevertheless, that sunflower oil is considered zea ba'almas, like the sweat of the plant, and that doesn't have the shame of a pre, and therefore the garinim aren't considered tofel to the sunflower seed, and the chashivas of the sunflower plant is for the seeds, and therefore that is the pre, the seeds themselves. Therefore, you make a bari pri adama and not a shahako. Now we go to Siftalit. The Mechaber says, Shemen Zayis, what about olive oil? So, Im Shiso Kimoshu, if you just drink straight, undiluted, unmixed olive oil, then Eino Mevarech Olav Klau. You don't make any bracha on it. Why? Mishum the Azuke Mazikle, because it's dangerous. It is harmful to a person to drink straight olive oil, and therefore you don't make any bracha, as the, as the rule is. If you eat something that's not edible, if you eat something that is dangerous to you, you do not make a bracha on it. The issue foot number 32 brings down a number of other interesting scenarios with eating dangerous things. For example, it says by kemach sorim, by barley flour, the Shulchan Aruch and Simon Reish Dalit brings down that you make a shahakal on it, but it's also mazik. So how come? So the Mishnah Burr there explains that you do get some hanor from it, as opposed to over here, the olive oil doesn't give you any hanor at all. Likewise, he then brings down from Rav Nissen Karlitz Shlita, who says that if a person who's diabetic eats something that has sugar in it, so he still makes a brocha a bracha rishona, because even though we're damaging to you, and we discussed this previously as well, at the moment that you're eating it, you are getting hanor from it, and Rabbi Yashiv adds that at the time that you're eating it, it's not really dangerous in a small amount. It's only when you eat a large amount, and therefore a bracha chroni says you shouldn't make, but the little bit that you're getting hanor from isn't necessarily dangerous for you, and therefore you do make a bracha rishona. Then finally, he says, is our Shem and Zayis today similar to the Shem and Zayis that the Mechaber is talking about based upon the Gemara in Brachos that says it's dangerous to drink Shem and Zayis? So, Revaz Zatzal brings down, Sha'afa Pikain, even though nowadays it doesn't appear to be dangerous to us, nevertheless, we still follow this Halacha and we don't make a Bracha on it. And the Shelus Shuvas Orlitzion brings down because we may not know that it's dangerous to us, and therefore, even though we don't see the danger, it still is considered dangerous and it shouldn't have its own Bracha. If somebody does want to drink it, however, he should try to find another beverage and drink that, make a shakal on that, and have in mind to be poked to the Shem and Zayis as well. What about sesame seed oil? So the Beis Yosef brings down the name of the Avu Dram that you make a Bari Adama on that. However, the Evan Ozer disagrees and says you make a shahakal. Finally, all the other oils that a person might drink, the rule is that you make a shahakal on them. And Revaz Zatzal said he wasn't sure about this. Maybe you shouldn't make any brach at all, and therefore the best suggestion would be to make a shakal on some other beverage that definitely requires a shakal and pot to this as well. The Mishabur in Sivkan Chavav explains the reason why you don't make any brach over here if you have straight olive oil. Below Tarubis, it's dealing with no mixture whatsoever. Nothing else is added over here to negate the deleterious effect of the Shemen Zayis. Sivkan Chav Zayin, it's dangerous to you. Now, why would a person drink it? Normally, they drink it because their throat hurts and they have a sore throat of some sort that the olive oil would be beneficial for. But since you're not really getting any hanod directly from the olive oil, it's just to prevent the, the hurt of your th- sore throat. The shemen kamoshu enunemi menu. Since normally shemen like this doesn't pr- give any benefit, so you don't make any bracha according to the machaber. 
back to the Mechaber. Mechaber does say, however, if you have this olive oil with some bread, so the pas ikur. Then you don't make any bracha on the on the shemen because the bread is the ikur, and you make the bracha on the bread. So you wash and, and you say hamotzi on the bread, and you don't have to make any bracha at all on the olive oil in the situation where it's no longer dangerous for you. Sivkon Chavches, the Mishnah explains, Pirish, the impas eno mazik lo Hashemen, even though now the olive oil is not dangerous, so therefore it should require its own bracha. And actually, you're getting benefit from it. However, here you don't make a bracha on it, because it's nullified, exempted by the bracha on the bread. Even if there's a lot of oil, only a little bit of bread, it's still a subordinate to the bread. However, the Mishnah Bura says, That's when you're having the shemen over here to accompany the bread. However, but if your real purpose is having the oil over here because your throat hurts you, and and you're only having a little bit of bread, the only reason you're having the bread is not because you want bread at all. You're not at all hungry for bread, but you just don't want the oil to hurt you. So you have a little bit of bread with this oil, and the purpose of the oil is the main. Therefore, in this situation, the shemen is the ikker, and you actually don't make any bracha on the bread over here at all, because the bracha is on the shemen, on the olive oil. The Chofetz Chaim in Oslamid in the Sharet Sion brings down, however, if you're also getting benefit from the bread, your intention is you're a little bit hungry, you also say, well, this will satisfy my hunger a little bit, so then everybody would agree then that the bread is the ikker over here, and this is the opinion of the grass, that you would only make a bracha then on the bread and not on the oil. Now, when you're having the oil as the ikker and the pas as the subordinate to it, just because you need some way to get the oil without hurting you, the Mishabur continues and he says, In this situation, you don't wash your hands until it's dying, and you don't make hamotzi. And the issue of number 33 brings down that not everybody agrees with this. We discussed already previously that if somebody has bread in order to nullify the sharpness of a drink that he's having, and the pas is tofel to the shasiyah, we brought down in Simon Kuf Nun Ches that there's a machlok, do you have to do it until it's So he suggests over here, eat less than a kezayis, and then you don't have to do it until it's a dayim, or if you're going to eat more than a kezayis, you should wash your hands, but don't make a bracha. Mishnah Baruch continues, and he writes, V'yesh krokim, there are those that disagree with this odin that we just brought down about the oil and the bread, that the oil is the ikr in this situation, and the bread is tofel. Usfiru, they hold, da'af b'chihai gavna hapas ikr. They say, even if it's a small amount of bread, and the main reason you're having the bread is only to allow you to have the oil, nevertheless, the pas remains ikr, and you make a hamotzi on the bread that patters the oil. This is the opinion of the El Yorab. Now we go back to the Mechaber. The Mechaber writes, If you had the olive oil mixed together with what's called Mesilka, which the Ramah says, Hanikra, Anigron, this is a certain concoction, probably made out of uh, boiled beets or maybe some other types of vegetable juices that's mixed here with the olive oil. So then in this situation, Sha'oz Enomazik, so now the oil is not detrimental to you at all. And in fact, Adarabah, the opposite, humoila goron, it now is actually quite good for the throat, especially in muhoshish begon, if you have a sore throat, and therefore in this situation, havali shem and ikr. Now the shemen becomes the ikr, umavarach olav bore priya eats. In this fashion, when you mix it with this beet juice or vegetable juice over here, this mesilka, the anigron, so now you make the bracha bore priya on the olive oil, and it doesn't require a separate bracha on the anigron, the mesilka.
However, but if you're eating this for hunger purposes, and the anigron is then the major item, so havalei anigron ikur, the anigron becomes the ikur, the enom mevarech el al anigron, and then you only make a bracha on the anigron, which the Ramah adds, that bracha is a shahakol in this situation, the juices of a vegetable, you also make on them a shahakol, they're not adama, like you might have thought if you ate the vegetable. The Mishabur in Sivkotten, Lamed writes that you're having this olive oil with the mesoka. This halacha would apply not only for this beet juice over here, this mesoka, but also would apply to anything that you mix with the olive oil that allows the olive oil to be imbibed without it being dangerous for you. Then the ikr is the olive oil when you make a bari pre-eats. Sivkot lamed olive. Havali shemen ikr. The shemen is the ikr in this situation. The merachek merapis agorin. It softens and it heals and soothes the throat. And therefore, even though there's actually more anigro than Shemin in this situation. You don't look at the majority over here. You look at what is the intention over here, what is the main food that you're eating or drinking in this situation. That becomes the Iker in terms of the Bracha. So here the olive oil is the Iker, even though it might be a minority ingredient. And and the Anigron, the Mesilka, is subordinate to it, and you make a Bore Priya 8, and you don't have to make a Shahako. You make the bari priya eight, ula achrav, and if you had a shear, me'ain shalosh im shosar kishir. You have to make an ala eights val priya eights if you ate a significant amount of this shear, and that's a machlokus we've talked about previously, whether that shear is a revias or a kizayas b'teachilas pras. Sivkat Lam Gimel, the anigron is the ikr over here. In this situation, when you're drinking it for the purposes of satiety and not for health purposes, Therefore, the silka in this situation is considered the majority ingredient in regards to the oil. Now the shemen is tofil to it. However, the Mogan Avram disagrees, and he says the Anigron is always the Iker ingredient over here. Unless, as long as you're having it for the purposes of not medicinal, but for eating purposes, and you always make the bracha of the Anigron is the essential one if it's not for medicinal purposes, and even if it's a minority ingredient, you put in more oil than there is Anigron, you would still make a Shahako only. Sivkot Lamadali make a shakol. Kenkos of a Rambam Shom. This is the Rambam's opinion make a shakol, which the Ramor brought down. And this is also Muchach Mitamide Rabbeinu Yona, also from the Tamide of the Rabbeinu Yona, that that's the Bracha. However, Vamogin of Ram Toma, the Mogin of Ram is surprised at this. We're going to learn in Simon Reishay, the Birchas Meashlokusu Borpia Doma. Not like this, that vegetable juice is a shakol. Fruit juices are obviously shakol, with the exception, of course, of grape juice, wine. But vegetables are stewed and juice comes out from them, that you make a bar piyadama. So the Vilna Gon tries to be miyashiv, this seemingly stira, v'agroa miyashvo, do'ocho shemesakun l'shesiyah, harehi kemashke b'chosho shakol. Here, that the purpose over here is to make it potable to make it drinkable, so therefore it has the status of a, a mashka, and you make a shahakal on it. However, the Chavetz Chaim brings down in Oslam Vav in the Sharet Sion that many disagree with this, and this includes the Bahag, the Riyaz, and they'd say that the Meishlakos over here is a, a Bari Priyad Dama, like the Mogin Avram Paskins. The Yeraba comes to a compromise, and he's Machri, and he says, the Silka, if the majority is Silka, then you make a Bar Piyadama. If the Shaman is Maruba, then you make a Shahako, like the Psak of the Shulchan Aruch, and he says this is the Psak also of the Mogin Kiborim. This concludes today's shir.